Hi, and welcome to a Black Voice podcast. I'm Francesca, and in this space, I will be discussing a range of topics to do with emotional well-being, self-empowerment, self-care, and mental health, as well as delving into societal issues on race, sexuality, gender identity, and more. I'm happy to talk more about what I share in each episode with you. If you ever want to reach out to me through my IG page, that's Instagram page, at a black voice. So that's spelled A-B-L-A, full stop, C-K, voice. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Black Voice. This is Francesca. And today I thought it'd be really good to do a review of the year. I realised I haven't posted an episode for an entire month. I didn't realise it had been a whole month. I just knew as every week came up, I was like, oh, I don't feel like doing another episode. I just don't feel it. I don't feel it. And then I thought, I'm going to post something on my Instagram to show that I'm coming back with another episode but I never did and it's really important to me to make sure that I am consistent with this because I do this is my passion to make episodes and to talk about things that I'm learning on a continuous basis but I just fell back and I just think that was just a way for me to just not feel obligated to do and keep literally just keep doing I feel like I've been in the energy of just doing 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 and um in spirituality terms that would be in a very masculine energy and I'm really trying to step into resting and receiving and being in a in a feminine energy as they tend to call it in the spiritual world but I just thought it was important to have a a roundup episode which I'll end up posting quite early not exactly on the week before 2022 but I thought it'd be really relevant to reflect on all the things I've learned this year and post this around the beginning of December and then come back with new episodes and new ideas and new content in the new year. I think I just need to be in a place of rest right now. And I do my, as I've spoken about before, I do my um, oracle card readings. And one of the cards that keeps coming up is rest and just stop and embrace the quiet and stuff. So I think that's what I need to do so I can come back with more ideas because I keep getting um a few ideas about episodes I want to do and then I look back at my episodes I've really done and I'm like oh I've really talked about this so I think I need to give it time and space so I will although I've had a break already unintentionally I'm gonna have another proper break and come back with new stuff in 2022 um hopefully January 2022 but I thought now this episode will be really useful to just reflect on the different things I've learned in the year of 2021. So there's a lot of stuff that I've learned. I think the main first thing that's coming to mind, I'll probably just like list the different things, but taking risks, I think that's the main thing that's on my mind right now, just going for things and just taking risks. I think I've Anything new and challenging and scary and different that I've never done before gives me some sense of anxiety, a sense of like, no, it's too scary, it's too dangerous, don't do it. It's safer to stay small, it's safer to stay in the shadows, it's safer to just be invisible. But at the same time, I know how how sad it is to stay invisible and stay in the background and not actually do the thing I'm really passionate and excited about doing. 
So taking risks is taking risks is something I'm really trying to step into more often. And that's in the form of um, trying to challenge myself to do spoken word. I write poetry like um, really regularly. Every uh, every week I try to write at least three or four poems a week. Um, but I haven't gotten up to the point of actually performing any of them. So that's something that I actually really am passionate about. Actually, I did put my name down a couple of times in different places and then my name just magically disappeared from the organization's list which I thought was the universe speaking to me telling me it wasn't yet time for me to perform my poetry but I know it's coming but that's definitely something for me taking risks and putting myself out there and showing my vulnerability I've done an episode in the past on vulnerability and how important I think it is to build connections with people on a really authentic genuine level and it's I always feel a lot more respect when I can see people open up and show their vulnerable selves so I want to be brave and take the risk in order to take chances and just do things um sometimes on impulse but also not in a way that's harmful to others but just in a way that makes me feel more fulfilled so that's a huge key lesson that I've learned about 2021 just I want to take more risks which I will hopefully put into more effect starting from now into the next year and forever and ever and ever. Um, Another thing that I've learned is I had a lot of misconceptions about um, two areas of the black identity or specifically the black or or black bodies. And I've come to these realizations through the different books that I've read. So I know in the previous episode, I've talked about um, The Body is Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. I can't believe I remembered her whole name. Um, that was such an amazing book. And that really made me like question my thoughts about bodies and what is deemed as unhealthy bodies and healthy bodies. And my whole mind was blown when I finished that book because I just realized that what we deem as unhealthy or overweight, because the BMI system is rigged, it's really an accurate way of measuring health. And that was just reconfirmed when I read the other book that I just finished recently, um, Fearing the Black Body by Sabrina Strings, which just confirms that the BMI system was actually created and based off white male bodies. And it's not a fair representation of how black bodies exist in the world. Um, the bone density of people who are black, we have a heavier bone density. So we're always going to come off as heavier than white bodies. And therefore, we're going to be more likely labelled as being overweight, um, which is an un, in completely false reflection of how healthy we actually are. So um, my whole brain and mindset in regards to bodies has changed because of these books that I've read, The Health of Bodies. Um, and another flip of my ideas has been on black hair. So I've done another, another episode on um, black female hair and about having relaxed hair in the past, how I had relaxed hair in the past and how I have natural hair now. But I know for a long time, as I was stepping into this natural movement, I thought, oh, this is so great. This is the way that we should all have our hair, which I love having my hair natural. But I think I made a mistake of assuming that having your hair out natural was the best and superior way. Um, I don't think it's ever nice or or healthy to ever think that one way is superior than another way no matter how more ethical or valuable you think it is that's a a real mindset that I really had to change and reading um what was the other book 
um, twisted, the history of um, the tangled history of black hair. I've definitely mentioned it in this podcast before. Um, That also helped me to flip my opinion on on natural hair. I know whenever black women have their hair in a natural state, in Afro or puffy, it's, it's seen as a political statement, even though it's not. It's just how we naturally have our hair. and It just grows naturally as it is, and it should not be seen as a political statement. But it definitely does not mean that it's better or worse than relaxed straight hair. The Western world would, and people who have more Eurocentric features, would assume these beliefs that more kinky hair is less attractive. But from my perspective, I also was thinking that we're more empowered if we're having our hair natural. But there should be no predetermined definitions as to how you choose to wear your hair it's just how someone chooses to wear their hair and that should be it it shouldn't have to be representing or meaning as a unconscious thing just letting people be free to do what they want and how they want to freely express themselves is the most important thing and that's something I've definitely learned in this past year to not make assumptions about how other people choose to wear their hair especially how I've decided to make, to label black women, how other black women choose to wear their hair. Everyone should have freedom to wear their hair however they want to. I know that I have my choices just as everyone else should have theirs. So that's another lesson that I learned in 2021. Um, Another lesson, I think I've done an episode or I've done an Instagram post about safety, feeling safe. I think that's the most important thing in every single relationship we have. So our friendships, work relationships, romantic relationships, and our relationship with ourselves and the relationship with the earth, just feeling safe. I think safety and feeling comfortable and grounded and secure in your relationship is the only way you're going to feel able to be vulnerable and honest with the person that you're in relationship with. If you're not, if there's no element of safety, then that's going to make you closed up and not be your authentic self because there's no trust there and no security. So I think just the whole element of safety is something that's just come up for me multiple times in different settings. So in the work environment, in friendships, if feeling like, oh, I can't trust this friend to be here for me or be consistent for me, then I'm not going to be able to show my true self. In a work environment, I feel like I'm always getting pressured or stressed. I'm not going to be able to authentically bring my whole self to the work environment. Safety is a key element in every single aspect of our lives. So it's really important that we find different ways to access that level of safety by either expressing what we need. So having the confidence to express authentically to our managers or to our friends, oh, actually, I really didn't like that comment that you made. And it'll be better if you were able to express things this way because that makes me feel more comfortable. That's That in itself takes a lot of courage in the first place, but different steps we can take to create a sense of safety. In my work, actually, I have created, um, like, because I, I go to different schools and I do presentations on well-being, emotional well-being and mental health. So one of the things that I created is creating a safe environment. I think that's so important in every aspect of our relationships, but especially like the work environment, because a lot of us experience burnout and overworking. But I think if a good way, speaking personally for me, to feel safe in a work environment is to go out for a walk, that really helps me to recenter myself. I make sure that I do my meditations in my in the morning and I try to have some element of grounding. By doing that walk or doing some deep breathing at some point in the middle of the day, because that just helps me to get refocused and realigned with my body and more centered and remind myself that, okay, I'm here, I'm present, everything's okay. You know, everything's gonna fall apart if this doesn't get done or that doesn't get done. 
And I think that's so important in every, not just work environment, but every aspect. If we have that time to just check in with ourselves and feel more grounded and present, then we can just return to a place of safety and not feel as overwhelmed. So that's um, a sense of safety. And that's really important to really check if you have that in your different relationships. So if you don't feel safe in a relationship, examine probably why and what could change for you to feel it, whether you it's something that you need to do for yourself by creating a safer environment, even if that's a, a safer sense of comfort. So it could be a sensory element. So I know for me, I really like soft things to stroke, like even having that um, when I'm at the desk working, having something soft to stroke makes me feel safe and calm. If that's to do with a friendship or a relationship, something that you need for the other person to do that changes and makes you feel safer and grounded. It's so important just to feel grounded and safe for you to actually authentically exist fully. So I think that's such a vital and important value that we don't really take into account when we're thinking about our relationships and how we interact with the world. But yeah, so safety, that's great. Um, Another thing that I've learned, I think this is probably the last point. I mean, I know I've done an episode before actually on pain, how much we can learn from pain. I think that's such a valuable thing that I'm continuously learning from. If your body is sending you a signal about pain, listen to it. Um, but that wasn't the last point I was going to say. The last point I was going to say was rest. And it kind of ties into pain, I guess. But rest, the value of rest, I think that's the most important thing to take away that I have I may have been able to take away at the end of this year. There's been a lot of changes in the wider world and a lot of personal changes um, in terms of job changes and me finishing my qualification. But um things can get so busy in the world. Things can just change and change and be really fast paced because of capitalism, this idea that you have to keep working hard to be successful and you have to keep doing, doing, doing because that's a marker of success for some reason. But we're going to burn out if we don't stop. And I've done episodes before where I've talked about just stopping and pausing and resting and the amount of discomfort that can come up when we do pause, which is why some people don't like meditation because when you do meditate, in silence, for example, and it makes the thoughts feel even louder. And sometimes people find that really <clears throat> overwhelming. But I think it's so valuable to just find a way to rest, even if it's that you can't stay in silence, but you listen to really relaxing music, or you go and walk your dog, or you just spend some time in nature, just create an environment where you're not doing all the time, because it's so beneficial to just pause and just exist. And like, there's some cheesy quotes that they say, like, if you don't stop, then life will pass you by or something like that. But um, literally the value of rest is so important. And I know that there are some associations and organizations that have been created to really emphasize the importance of rest, but it's just so overwhelmingly under, actually that's probably not the right word, underestimated how valuable rest is. And that's something I'm definitely practicing actively now by taking a break from this podcast so that I can really just come back to myself. I'll probably spend the time doing a lot more reading about spirituality so I can come up with some new fresh content. Um, at the moment, I'm reading some Brene Brown books, which are always amazing. But um, ultimately, having time to rest is so valuable and so necessary and something that we, a lot of us don't practice often enough. But that's how we get time to actually pour in new ideas. Well, actually, not pouring in, we're receiving ideas from the universe or whoever you believe in, 
and just giving your time to just stop and listen allows you to actually think and to organize your thoughts. For me, I always think about like snow globes or um, sensory bottles or just like a figure where there's loads of like things floating around in the liquid. And if it stops, then everything starts because everything gets the time to settle down and just rest on the ground and then things become clearer. So when you shake a snow globe, everything's going on at once and it's just busy, busy, busy. But once you settle that snow globe down and all the snow pieces start to trickle down, that's the final time that it actually gets to rest and you can actually see clearly. And that's just like what's happening in the world when we're rushing around. It's too busy to be able to see clearly. So we need to have time to just stop as uncomfortable as it can seem, as guilty as we may feel because we're not doing, doing, doing. Maybe we should just sit with that guilt for a bit, sit with our emotions and see how we can actually survive that and turn the sitting and the discomfort into self-love. I think it's really important for us to accept every feeling that comes up within us, but also having some compassion about everything that comes up and just be kind to ourselves along the way. But yeah, that's all I have to say about what I've learned in 2021. It's probably a lot more lessons as well, but that's the summary of what I've learned this year. There's a lot more learning to come as I don't think we ever, ever stop learning. So I will be doing more reading and more self-exploration and more meditation and all the good things. Um, And I'll come back with a lot more new content in a new year. So thank you so, so, so much for listening. Thank you so much for being patient. I know I had a long gap of not posting and not saying anything about it. So I apologize if you are a dedicated listener. Um, I do need to be more more accountable for updating what's happening. But um, I will be back in 2022 with new fresh episodes that I hope will be brand new. I also had promised that I was going to say, promise myself, I don't know if I promised out on this episodes, on these episodes that I was going to read some of my poems. Actually, let me find an appropriate one now. Um... I think that was a personal promise that I made to myself that I was going to read some poetry on here. Okay. All right. So I'm looking at one that I had. Oh, wait, let me find it. It was a really cute one that I wrote at the beginning of the year that I think could be so nice. It's about, it was like a lot about growth and change and developing into oh I found it okay all right so this is actually perfect for this episode okay so this is a poem that I wrote about releasing old an old version of myself so a version that was keeping me limited and stuck and restricted and too scared to try new things and stepping into a version that was more brave and confident and that's really what I'm always trying to work on So this poem is called Goodbye Hello. And so I say goodbye, no matter how loud you cry. I always wondered why you couldn't just go and die, but I needed you to hide behind the lies. I can't do it, my hands are tied. You provided a shield, reasons I could never build, kept me safe from risk, provided endless doubt, I could list, but you kept me stuck, down, never wanted my happiness, frown. Nah, it's time I wear my crown, so goodbye, you can drown. Now hello to me, to who I was always meant to be, 
flying high freely, like a bird at spoken word. Open heart, I'm here to heal. Open wounds, no longer scared to reveal. I'm here to dig up space, be seen and finally embraced. For I am worthy. A new me is on the scene. And into fear I want to lean. The future is bright, it's green. Ready to flourish, ready to be seen. And so hello, I have arrived. To the old me, I say goodbye. All of me is here to stay. Let's get to it, no more delay. I thought that one was so cute. (laughs) That was actually one that I was supposed to read at a spoken word event that got cancelled. And tomorrow I plan to go to another spoken word event and read another powerful poem about um, the black, the strong black woman label that exists. That's so frustrating. But if I don't get to perform that tomorrow, then I will definitely perform that on another future episode. I think I'll try to get into the routine in 2022 to read a poem with each episode because I have so many poems. Um, but thank you so much for listening. If you have the time, then definitely check out some of my old episodes because I have a lot. I don't even number these episodes, but I'm sure I have at least 50 or more episodes on this channel. So please check them out. I hope you are well. I hope you enjoy the end of 2021 and I will see you in the new new year. Not new year, new year. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you very soon. Bye.